right, how's it going tonight, everybody? We are Run the Real, featuring Mike, Terry, Fox, and Dan. And we are back with the last movie in our request category for now. Yes, for now. Yes, we've done it. We've gone through a whole series. The final chapter in the saga. Yeah, the final chapter in the first trilogy of many, I hope. (laughs) (laughs) And it's a musical. It's full of bad boys. And tongue. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, some gratuitous tongue. And a whole lot of tears. Oh, yeah. And that smolder, man, from across the room. It lasts for like 30 seconds. It even got Mike. <laughs> How can you resist? <laughs> so this movie's crybaby, all right? I'll get the logistics here in a second. But within like the first three minutes... If you look at the thumbnail that look Johnny Depp's doing, he does that for about 30 seconds at a chick. (laughs) I was was dying. I was laughing. It was a very good look. Very good. I mean, I just wonder how many takes it took to get that because, you know, they're just sitting behind that and be like, hmm, okay, can you look a little this way? Like, I don't know. It's Johnny Depp, so he probably got it. Yeah, in one. How many times did the cameraman like melt behind the camera and drop it so they had to redo it? You're assuming that he didn't set the camera on fire with that look. You're right. (laughs) He broke the lens with that look. You know, they didn't say no cameras were harmed in the making of this film. It is true. Yeah, they should have put a disclaimer. This movie will break your heart too with Johnny Depp's look. (laughs) Man, he's so young in this. Like, he's... Almost unrecognizable how young he is in this film. <laughs> he is. That's crazy. Yeah. I've never seen him like this. I guess. Well, he was in Nightmare on Elm Street, I think. Oh, yeah, that's right. I can hardly remember him in that. Yeah, it's weird to see him like this. I always remember him for his later roles. It's weird to think that this is like post some of his most iconic roles, like Nightmare and Edward Scissorhands and Platoon. He was in Platoon? Yeah. I'm just going to ask you guys, how old do you think Johnny Depp is in this movie? Oh, boy. Uh, let's see. Would it come out in 90? 1990. 20. I'm gonna guess 17. TV? I, I already know the answer, I think. I, I think oh. I saw it online, so. <laughs> All right, so I don't know exactly when this movie was filmed, but Johnny Depp was born in 1963, so when this movie came out, he was 27. Woo! Seriously? He don't look like it. He's like our age. Oh, no, don't say that. (laughs) Just look at him. He was our age. Wow. So sad. Oh, no. (laughs) That's nuts. I can't believe it. Like, he actually looks like he's a high schooler. (laughs) (laughs) Most of these movies, they don't look like it at all. Like, most of the rest of the cast in this film. But he does. (laughs) So, yeah, I guess if they filmed it a year before it came out, he would have been 26-ish. He looks young, though. Let me get through this. Um, Cry Baby was released in 1990. It was directed by John Waters, and it stars our boy Johnny Depp along with uh, Ricky Lake and Amy Locaine. Uh, currently on IMDb as a 6.5 out of 10 and a 63 Metascore. On Rotten Tomatoes, it has a 72% tomato meter and a 77% audience score. So decent scores around the board. And uh, this movie is a musical um, about, like, teen rebels and 
a girl who wants the bad boy, but he's actually not the bad boy in this movie. He just has the appearance. Yeah, he's got a heart of gold. So what'd you guys think? Cry, baby. Did you cry? No. (laughs) (laughs) I think this movie's ridiculous, but in a good way. (laughs) It's pretty preposterous. Yeah. I mean, I might even go on the opposite. It is ridiculous, but I was actually not as into it. I don't know. (laughs) Might have been a little too much for me. Understandable. Fair enough. (laughs) You know, I actually had a lot of fun watching this movie. I had kind of a crappy day. This movie was just like the right amount of ridiculousness and 80s vibe that I wanted to just relax and chill for the evening. It reminded me of something like you're sitting there watching TV Land as a kid and it comes on after like Grease and The Breakfast Club and then this comes on at like 12 p.m. and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll stay up and watch this. That's kind of feel midnight movie a little bit, yeah, like late night TV. It even feels like it's edited that way with some of like the fade to blacks and stuff. At least in the version I watched, I don't know if maybe the theatrical cut was different, but it felt like there were certain points where it was like, oh, and now for a commercial break, and then it came right back. It is a pretty short movie, like an hour 20. Hour 25. Did it come out in theaters, or is this a... Yes, it came out in theaters. <laughs> I wasn't sure. Good I don't Lord. know. <laughs> Just the editing of it was very TV. I do think it feels kind of like late for its time almost you know it came out in 90 but it kind of feels like a late 70s early 80s kind of movie there's like a slapstick to it kind of yeah i've seen a lot of people kind of compare it to grease in reviews and there's also a lot of people who also say hey it's not grease don't expect grease from this movie because <laughs> it's not it's its own thing it's actually very different from grease let's say it's like grease in the way that you know, Scream is Halloween. Yeah, that's a good comparison. <laughs> I mean, I guess the biggest problem I had with it was that I just didn't find it that funny. And since it's a comedy, it really just, I don't know, it just didn't click right with me, I guess. So like the whole movie, there, there, there was a couple times I laughed out loud, but I don't know, for the most part, it just felt like it was kind of like gross out comedy kind of stuff. And maybe that's just not my bag. I don't know. Oh, do you mean like his his hillbilly family? Yeah, that, the, like, licking of tears, the French kissing tongue gratuity that we all got to see. I was, like, cringing in my seat watching that. Oh, it was so gross. I'm just going to say that's a naked Iggy Pop who's bathing in that, that, like, wash tub, the hillbilly uncle. That's Iggy Pop. Wow. I did not know that. He shaved his head for the movie, apparently. (laughs) I think what's... More amazing is he looks about the same now as he did back then. (laughs) Just with long hair again. It's true. It's true. I do really like the hillbilly family. And, you know, Greece, it's, you know, the greasers and, like, city kind of, uh, you know, West Side Story kind of characters. But these people are, like, rockabilly, southern. Like, I don't know where they are exactly. There's a lot of southern flags around. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe, like, Arkansas. But <laughs> it is a product of its time a little bit, you could tell. There may be a little bit of a language that might not be PC, but, you know, the times, I guess. It was only 20 years ago, wasn't it? No. Oh, my God. It was 30 years ago. <laughs> oh, no. Well, I mean, music-wise, though, product of the times, you know, we're just coming off, you know, like the Stray Cats and Brian Setzer, right? Those dudes were, like, big in the late 70s, like, through, like, the like early 80s. I don't know. I love that kind of music. 
I did like some of the songs in this quite a bit. I really liked the jailhouse song when they're singing in there. That was pretty good when he's like locked up for the first time and they're all just going nuts in the, the jail cell. That was a pretty good song. I liked that one quite a bit. Are you talking the scene after Willem Dafoe slapped Johnny Depp right on the butt? Yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the one. Who were both in Platoon. Oh my god. Is this a, this is a prequel to Platoon? Oh no! Maybe. <laughs> he was so happy and carefree. Oh, oh. I'm not gonna lie. I got so pumped when Willem Dafoe showed up in there. He started talking, I was like, is that Willem? And then I, I was like, that's definitely Willem. He just slapped Johnny Depp on the butt. <laughs> and then he proceeds to disappear for the rest of the movie, yeah. Yeah, I was, I was like, come back. <laughs> you know, I think this this is a musical movie, okay? But I thought it was kind of like musical light. Like there's a decent amount of songs in here, but it didn't feel overbearing like it does in a lot of musicals to me i guess i don't know did you guys get that vibe at all they felt like they're spaced out a lot more than like the typical musical there always is kind of like that songs in the background but they're not always like singing along to them but yeah i'd agree with that i don't think it's as like in your face there's only like if maybe i don't know five songs in this movie that they actually like sing out loud five or six oh there's more than that really you mean like the set piece ones or? Yeah, where they're all like singing and like snapping. and I, Okay. Yeah, there's not a bunch of set piece ones. Yeah, and I kind of like that a lot because we did musical movies. I don't remember how many categories ago, but it was pretty recent. And you compare it to like that, it seems like it's every 10 minutes they have to have this big set piece song in that. And this one didn't feel that way for me. It felt more natural, I guess. Kind of like reminds me of like Baby Driver in like a loose sense where like, you know, the scene plays out to the rhythm of whatever the backing track is. And it's, you know, it's it's a musical without the cast like singing the song directly at you. Although they do sometimes. Yeah, it's more fun approach to it instead of a lot of musicals do like character development specifically through song. And this one, I mean, you could tell, like, when he's in the jailhouse doing that song, he's obviously like, oh, my gosh, this girl who I just went to jail for is doesn't want me anymore and that kind of stuff. But it was more of a fun approach, at least for me. I like this one a lot better. Definitely doesn't take itself very seriously, which is fun. I like that. I don't know. It is fun, yeah. The music's fun. The story's silly, a bunch of stuff that happens and it is silly, so it knows what it is. It does fully embrace itself. There's a lot of really ridiculous characters that kind of pop in and out here. Yeah, that's true. There was a few, yeah, those side characters I liked quite a bit, like um, that one girl's parents who were like really naive and kind of just like, oh, we love you. I drive the school bus. You want to go count license plates or something? Those were, <laughs> I like those guys quite a bit. I thought that was pretty funny. I got to say, I love how, uh, I guess, horny the judge got <laughs> for, for the, <laughs> the mom. Like where he's doing that scene where it's like a montage of him running through the prison. <laughs> trying to find the room where she's dancing. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I was cracking up. 
Man, that old gal was getting into it, like, with the glass and the inmate there, like all the other young gals. Yeah, what the heck? (laughs) Why is she suddenly into this? Man, there is such a lack of character development in this film. (laughs) It's almost ridiculous in itself. That's my biggest problem with it, honestly, is the, the last third of the movie is just, like, everybody forgets what problems they previously had with characters for the most part, and just go along with it so they can end the movie (laughs) it's so jarring compared to the rest of it you're like all right 10 minutes ago you were like extremely against this or extremely against this person so yeah what what exactly changed allison's mind about johnny depp's character (laughs) (laughs) he's really hot She just needed a night to think about it. She saw the other guy doing the the train with his buddies up oh, to her yeah. house. It was like, was like oh, God. <laughs> We're singing Sandman. Wow. Hmm. I'm just going to say, I've got the thumbnail up here, and Johnny Depp is staring at me right now with that tear. He's looking at me, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would change my mind right there. If somebody was looking at me like that, whoo. You know, <laughs> would venture to say the best way to do this review is to just stare at that poster the whole time and just think about Johnny Depp. Oh, I need to pull it up then. I haven't been looking at him. Oh, I've got the poster up, and then I've got the picture of him on my other two uh, browsers. <laughs> Dude, you can't escape it. It's one of those where, like, if you move, he's always looking at you, even though he's looking out of the corner of his eye. You can't escape that smolder. I like to scroll down so his eyes are just barely peeking above the bottom of my screen. (laughs) He's watching me. Oh my god, they follow you. You try to move and they just go with you wherever (laughs) you're going. You can't escape it, man. I understand why so many people are in love with Johnny Depp. (laughs) (laughs) You guys aren't wrong, though. There is a lot of people who have an instant change of heart. I guess off screen. <laughs> yeah. Well, even at the beginning, like the first like line we hear Allison say pretty much is, I'm tired of being good. And it's like, huh? Like, we don't even know you. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> well, that's a part of the spoof of the genre that this movie goes for, right? Because it's like, it's making fun of that good girl trope and everything. So I personally, I was like, that's pretty funny that that's like the first thing she says. <laughs> I think I would have preferred it if they'd actually, like, interacted a few more times. They didn't fall in love right away, you know? It was kind of a hate each other until they love each other or something. She saw him getting the flu shot or vaccine or whatever, and he... With the look. (laughs) The smolder in the big, oily, syrupy tear. (laughs) Okay, let's talk about those tears, because those are disgusting looking. (laughs) So nasty. I was like, when I was watching him cry, because that looked weird. Could you imagine how much that would hurt coming out of your eye? <laughs> it looks like a bunch of corn syrup coming out of his eye. It looks terrible and nasty. They got to get that definition. That's <laughs> too much definition, man. Just drop a piece of water down there. Like, geez. And later, to make it worse, somebody licks it while he's crying it out. Ugh. It's like, no, that's like so gross looking. Oh, that girl has a jar full of it. Yeah, who was that? That was Allison, wasn't it? Oh, I thought that was the crazy girl. Which one? (laughs) The one at the beginning who's like, I want to have your baby. And then he goes to jail and she talks to the paper and she's like, I'm having his baby. And then the next day she's like, I hate you. I'm a square now. Here's my fake baby. (laughs) For like no reason at all. Yeah. Terry, I think 
your criticism you had there is just like a weakness of the genre too. Because when they're going for the goofy comedy thing, a lot of the time characters and character development suffers a lot for goofs. Yeah, yeah. But it, it doesn't always have to, which, yeah, I don't know. No, no, it doesn't. But, I mean, look at Spaceballs. They have some character development <laughs> in there. <laughs> yeah, it's possible, see? Lone Star becomes a hero. Like a hot... Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz, yeah, that's a perfect one. Shaun of the Dead, like those are two great comedies. No, wait the... a minute. <laughs> oh, wait, what? The, I'd say that's a different, those are different types of comedies than this. Those are by like a brilliant man. <laughs> Edgar Wright, one of the best directors of our day. <laughs> Don't compare him to this. <laughs> this is the genre where it's like, let's see how many goofs we can make in this one movie. I guess I did compare Baby Driver to this earlier, didn't I? Yeah, you already did it first. You opened this up. <laughs> Curses. Yeah, I was going to say, John Waters came before Edgar Wright. It's very possible. Oh, that... these are nothing like Edgar Wright movies. Those are actually good, like, legitimate good movies, along with being really funny at the same time. They've got good char- really good characters, really good development for them, and they're hilarious. Or something like this, it's like, we've got serviceable characters that make fun of tropes, and we're going to make them do goofy things. <laughs> if you watch these old spoof movies, they're all kind of along this way. Like, the good ones that have stood the test of time, they're all kind of like this back then. they were These guys were paving the genre and the style that got us to where we are now with the ones that actually took, hey, we've got this weird, goofy style but we can actually do more with it and we can expand upon the characters, make it a more complete movie. So these guys were just out here doing this goofy stuff, kind of paving the way for this, you know? Yeah. It does feel a lot like a naked gun movie or some early Mel Brooks film for sure, which I, I though I'd say it's not quite on par with naked gun, at least not the first one anyways. <laughs> Yeah, well, and here's maybe another controversial thought from Terry, but I'm not huge in a naked gun anyways. What? <laughs> you take that back. You take that back. Terry will be excommunicado. <laughs> you had to say the one thing. The one Jeez. thing. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know. It's like those movies that just throw like thousands of jokes at the wall hoping they stick. You know, it's like, well, let's do this one. Let's do this one. Let's do this one. And I don't know. I just, uh, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't work for me usually. It's too much. But there's, there's so funny in the naked gun. <laughs> <laughs> there's some good parts in there, but it's just like not my thing. At, at least the first one. I, I could see, I could see like the, the third one not being a huge fan of and parts of the second one. But that first one, is so good. You know, I'm just going to say we appreciate other opinions on this show, except for this. Except wow. for that opinion, yeah. that the naked gun is not good. <laughs> this will not stand. I thought I was in a safe space that I could finally reveal my true feelings about it, but it seems... Uh... <laughs> not here. <laughs> not now. Not in this way. I'll just say, Terry, that the na- the first naked gun movie is my favorite comedy so, <laughs> oh dang! All right, it's very popular. People tend to like that one. But I haven't brought this up in a while. 
but Kangaroo Jack. Ooh, oh. yes. This is just like Kangaroo Jack. The only scene that <laughs> Terry lost him in was the scene where Kangaroo Jack pulls out a, tw- a what was it, a Twizzler. No, no, it was the Spicy Whopper. No, no, it wasn't that. It was the Twizzler. It wasn't that. It was the Twizzler. <laughs> the Twizzler, and he moves it from one side of the mouth to the other. <laughs> Kangaroo Jack is hilarious. This is the only scene Jerry laughed at. And I was like, there was that scene. I was sitting there, look, we weren't even drunk or anything. <laughs> I, so I was like, seriously, this is the scene. <laughs> That's a good scene. <laughs> I'm not going to. I was going to say, Kangaroo Jack is a masterpiece. And <laughs> that is a very funny movie. <laughs> I haven't brought it up in front. It's got a lot in common with the those old 80s goofy films. That's probably why we like it so much, Mike. <laughs> like, so, like, Kangaroo Jack is one of these movies that if I'm in a bad mood, I've had a complete awful day, I can just put it on. And laugh. Even if I'm the only one in the house, I'll be busting up laughing. Because it's funny. Like, this movie, Crybaby, reminds me of that a little bit. It's just kind of a fun, goofy movie that I can get lost in. It's just kind of a fun world to get lost in and, you know, goof around for a little bit. Yeah, it's not too long. You can laugh at it for its ridiculousness. And it's got good music on top of that to boot, so... Yeah, it's not bad. It does everything decently well, pretty much, I'd say. For me, at least. Maybe I'm just not a big comedy guy in general. I don't watch a lot of comedies anyways, and there's some stuff in here that's funny, but yeah, I don't know. A lot of it, I just kind of was like, ugh, uh, this is kind of, I don't know. It felt just a lot of like thrown at the wall and, you know, nothing sticking for me. Well, that's the curse of comedy is it's subjective, so everybody finds something different funny does seem like every single character in this movie is like a gag within themselves. Like, I love his grandparents, right? Iggy Pop and... Or is it his aunt and uncle? <laughs> his aunt and uncle. Whoever they are, they're very macabre. Almost Adam's family-esque macabre. <laughs> <laughs> but then yeah. his sister just kind of annoys me. She was awesome. What? The pregnant one? <laughs> yeah. They're like, she fights like a man. And then she gets her butt kicked in the fight. <laughs> that is true. I was waiting <laughs> to see her like throw down, but she never did. She's pregnant. So it's a comedy. That makes it funnier, apparently. You know, they did do that thing that you guys criticized in Cat Baloo. <laughs> where they're like, wait, what do we do with this scene now? Where could we possibly go? Let's just have them all hit each other. <laughs> they do do that in this. That's a Three Stooges classic right there. That's another thing at the end where they kind of just switch. Like, why is the sister even there, like, seducing the jailman? Like, she has a boyfriend. She's, she's like, almost practically married. She's being distracting. Oh, is that what the goal of that was? Yeah, that's what the grandma's doing, right? I mean, she's there for the judge, and she dances with an inmate. I don't know what else that was supposed to be. <laughs> Besides what it is. Well, they just end up letting him go. It's not like it was a jailbreak. There's like, oh, okay. <laughs> let, him, let him be free. It, see, it worked. It distracted you, Terry, from the actual thing they were doing, you know? <laughs> I see. You're right. I just didn't catch it. <laughs> big brain. Big brain. <laughs> John Waters tricked me. <laughs> you know, I will say there's a lot of distracting like things happening in that scene. It's a cool song. and. There's some uh, dancing, 
But then Johnny Depp goes off and licks the like window of the prison <laughs> thing. And I thought I was going to vomit. <laughs> when he did that, I was like, I wonder how many times he personally watched them clean that glass before he licked it. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, you know, it could have been like sugar glass or something. Don't they, didn't they used to make prop glass that was like out of sugar or something like that? Or am I crazy? Yeah, yeah. That you're right. That's what they make it out of. Because he just shatters it later, so I bet it tasted pretty good. But in the context of the movie, he definitely just got so many diseases. <laughs> I just really love that while that's all going on, the judge is like running down, getting high fives, <laughs> like he's coming out to a like a like a basketball game. In his his whole gown, his getup, he's like high fiving people. <laughs> is that where judges work at the jail? Is that where they work? Oh yeah. Why is he in the jail? <laughs> That's not where he's supposed What's to he be. What's he doing right? there? I don't know. They should have had him like bust through a banner at the end that said "Get some" on it. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> that would have been great. It's just we get like. Five, maybe six scenes of him like running through the thing. It takes him a long time. It's like that Monty Python gag where Lancelot's running up to the castle. <laughs> he never gets any closer. All right, Terry, do you like Monty Python and the Holy Grail? Yes, I do like that one. Oof. Oh, praise be. I was going to say, there's only one right answer to that question. <laughs> I was about ready to throw my mic. Jeez. <laughs> I do enjoy that one. I do enjoy that one. He can come back from excommunicado. You're allowed back in now. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I apologize for my sins. <laughs> you know, honestly, I don't have too much to say about this movie. I just kind of enjoyed it. It was fun, and I enjoyed watching it. I didn't really want to tear it apart or think too in-depth into it. I was able to take it face value what it was and enjoy it. We, we could obviously always, you know, tear things apart. I mean, the art's left up into the interpretation of the viewer when it's released. Yeah, you hear that naked gun? <laughs> I don't oh. think the artist's intention was to take it at face value. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it just didn't hit me quite right, I don't think. It kind of had an uphill battle. That's not really the genre I like, you know. Musicals aren't really my thing either. So it, it would have had to work pretty hard to, to get me invested, too. Johnny Depp's uh, smoldering gaze didn't, wasn't enough to... Uh... No! Benny had me right at the start of the movie. I was like, all right. You know, I like to think that he was actually crying because the shot hurt. And then Allison just misinterpreted what was going on. <laughs> He's just like zoning out, like, don't think about it, don't think about it, don't think about it. I just think it's ridiculous. In that first scene, he just stares at her the whole time. And then it like cuts back to her and she's like looking away, looking down at getting stuck with the needle and looks back up and he just still stares. <laughs> then he's got a little tear coming down. That's a big tear. A bit oh sorry. A big, well defined tear leaving a streak like a snail or a slug down his face. Yeah, the nastiest tear you've ever seen. I cracked up when he said his reasoning for why he cries one tear. I was I just lost it. I was like, that's probably the dumbest thing I've heard in a while, but it's so funny. <laughs> Reminds me of Gremlins when that girl tells the random story about why she yeah, hates Christmas. It does. It's great. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Like that just 
was so awesome and fun right there. And I got to say, I was not expecting any of this from this movie. So I was so pleasantly surprised on how all this stuff came about in the movie and what it ended up being. Because I knew nothing about this going in. I knew absolutely zilch. Me too. Makes me want to get out my Mel Brooks collection and start watching stuff. So I guess, does anybody have anything else, or should we hit some overall presentation? I think I'm ready. I'm ready. So we've got a scale that we use to rate these movies. It goes from burn it, pass, watch it, or buy it, in that order. We all give like a little summary of our thoughts, and then we try to average out our ratings at the end. So we'll see what happens. Can we do it? Can we average out the ratings? I'm going to jump in here before you guys get to do any shenanigans or hooligan things <laughs> about this picking system or juvenile delinquents don't you know <laughs> i feel like i'm getting put into jail here what is this? you know the more i've thought about this movie the more i actually enjoyed watching it it's pretty goofy it was fun it had just ridiculousness happen throughout it and i'm surprised i've never heard of this movie before our request category but i'm very glad that it was requested because I enjoyed it a lot. I would honestly buy this movie if I saw it somewhere, but I've never seen it anywhere to buy, so I didn't know this movie was a thing. Good request. Thank you. That was fun. Yeah, to, to go off what Mad Mike was saying there, this was, uh, it's fun. You know, I, I, I gotta say, like, initially hearing about it and just knowing musical and Johnny Depp and teenagers, I was like, great. <laughs> was also pleasantly surprised. This is a lot of fun. It reminds me of a lot of classic kind of slapstick comedies that I love. I'm kind of torn between a buy it and a watch it, you know? Like, I know that I would put this movie on in the background as a background kind of movie, but I don't know how often I would sit down and watch it. It is super funny. A lot of zany characters, some catchy music. I think I'm inclined to give it a buy, though. My gut says buy. I, I just feel like I could watch it again. It's, it's an easy watch, and I like that. Yeah, I feel like I might be the odd one out on this one. Um, I didn't think it was that funny. I mean, this, this isn't really my type of movie either, so it's going to... I don't know. I, I did. There were some parts that I did like, though. Like the, um, I marked some of the stuff that I thought was funny. When he says, you got it, Allison. You got it raw. I laughed out loud. <laughs> that was pretty hilarious. Um, the lightning bit's pretty funny. Wanda's parents are funny. There's a weird parade where they like walk up to Allison's house. All the like <laughs> normal people walk up there in this weird line. I thought that was really funny, but I don't know. A lot of the humor I thought was just kind of like it kind of grated on me. It felt kind of almost gross out humor with like, you know, the French kissing, the tongues, the tear even looked kind of gross to me. Um, and that's just not my thing. I think I'm going to give it a pass. Not my favorite. I didn't absolutely hate it. There are some redeeming stuff in there. Johnny Depp is really good in this movie, I think. Um, the music's pretty good. It's just the humor that didn't sit right with me. And since this is a comedy, that kind of hurts it for me. So I'm a little on both ends for this one. Um, it is really funny. I like this type of humor quite a bit, as you probably guessed from me listing my favorite comedies during the <laughs> review. Uh, I really like that. Style, Naked Gun, Airplane, Mel Brooks style, I think's really fun. Uh, I wasn't a big fan of the gross out stuff either, like Terry brought up. It's a little too much of that in there for me, personally. I'd much preferred some more like stupid lines or things like that. <laughs> um, 
over having those scenes. And that, that third act, too, all the character shifts are pretty abrupt. And it feels like they just rushed it so they could like end the movie before an hour and 30 minutes or something. So that kind of rubbed me the wrong way a little bit, too, because they really didn't like need to do that. Honestly, there was no need to cut the movie short and skip character development. I'm sure they could have thought of some really funny or clever ways to make people change their minds. So I'm going to give it a watch it, I think, because of that. I did like it quite a bit. It's really funny in parts, and the music is really catchy, of course. So, yeah, it was good. Hey, so that's two bites, a watch it, and a pass. <laughs> so, we, you know, I'm going to say that probably evens out to what? I don't, I don't know. Is that the gray area between watch it and buy it? Yeah. You know, it's a watch and a soft buy, I think. A soft buy. Yeah, there you go. Hey, so we've we figured out the gray category for once. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I might not have liked this movie, but I still am thankful that it was requested, you know. Thanks for requesting it. I'll watch it. I'm glad the listeners want us to review stuff, so keep them coming either way. Yeah, I know the four of us like a lot of the same movies, <laughs> and we get stuck in things where we want to just watch things that we like, and we need requests to bring us out, like throw out some weird stuff and just have us watch it. Yeah, I'm sure everyone's going to dread when I ask to do the epic three-hour-plus-long movie category, so you need to give us requests so that we what? don't have to do that. <laughs> Is that Please. a threat? What? No. <laughs> oh, God. Please make requests. Yes. So we do have another request waiting in the wings, and I think it's a good transition into what we were thinking about doing next anyways, a roast night. Ooh. It's been a while. It has been a while, and I think you'll understand. It's not like we go out of our way to roast our listeners' requests. <laughs> <laughs> I think once you hear the title of the movie, you'll understand. <laughs> the movie is Velocipaster. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> what a name. I think it's about a pastor who can change into a velociraptor, and he fights ninjas. So That's exactly what I would have thought it would be. Now, wait, is this like a bunch of kids in their backyard with, like, a T-Rex costume and some Halloween costumes? <laughs> I mean, it's on Amazon Prime, so I don't know if that tells you anything or not. <laughs> it is released to video, I believe. Another request has squeaked in through the gates before we close the doors. You're lucky this time. <laughs> it coincided with our ideas. Yes, you made it easy for us, so... Uh, you can find us on Facebook or on Twitter at Run the Real, or you can email us if you want to put in your own request at runtherealpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of Crybaby. Do you like it? Is it funny? Do you like Naked Again? Please tell me I'm not the only one who doesn't. Please. Vote in our poll why Terry's wrong about disliking <laughs> Naked Good. Yeah. Joke's on you. I'll never post that poll. <laughs> no. Oh. I have all the cards. <laughs> all right. Yeah, please get in touch with us. Please give us some more requests. We had a lot of fun uh, watching all these requests we had. So please send them in. We'd love to uh, review them. Do it. 
Oh, jeez, he's back. The dead speak. Quick, <laughs> get us out of here. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening to us tonight, everybody. Be sure to tune in next week for uh, Velocipaster. <laughs> Anyways, this is Run the Real signing off.